Hello, everyone, and welcome to Federal Prize Note, a podcast with a historical secret. <coughs> I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. I I have a question for you two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, I know, you're, I think you're going to reflexively say no, like, no. But okay. I, want you to, I want you to think about it. Is, is this the worst movie we've watched for this podcast? <laughs> Cars 2 is really bad. Cars 2, it, to me, it is between this Cars 2 and Catwoman. And Catwoman, yeah. Yeah. My my gut I, was my my gut was like, I don't know if I could deal with Catwoman. I am like weirdly like loving towards Catwoman. Of like That's strange, okay. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about Catwoman. I wasn't bored watching it. <laughs> oh no? No, I was perplexed, <laughs> vaguely angry sometimes, uh, constantly going, what? But I was never just like, well, I'm checking out of this, uh, time to uh, look at my phone for a while. It held my attention. Sure. Which is, like, obviously not going to say Catwoman is a good movie, but just purely as like a, a an entertainment product... A diverting it, object. In terms of bad movies, I, it's the bad movie that I prefer more I, than I, to this. I think it serves its purpose better than National Treasure 2 colon Book of Secrets. I hear you. Yeah. I really hated Catwoman. I, yeah, yeah I, sure. I understand. I understand. I really hated this. Like, I yeah. didn't like this at all. This was awful. See, Catwoman, like, inspired passion in my heart, and it was, you know, anger passion, but this is just, like, Catwoman makes you go, fuck this movie. This movie goes something, eh, fuck that movie, you know? I don't, but okay. Okay. Well, yeah, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I would probably say I, I dislike Cars 2 more. Cars yeah. 2 is absolutely rancid. It is. It is. From top to bottom, on a structural I- level. I mean, is this not, though? No, it is. It, it is. is, but, like... But, I, I, I mean, they're both made for children, too. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Cars 2 is, like, more pointed sure. about its horrible message. It has racial caricatures in it, which this movie doesn't. This movie doesn't, and this movie does have uh, some issues in that regard. Yes, but uh, it's it, like it's just less in your face about it than Cars Two can be. Yes, yeah, like the kind of what you're supposed to kind of come away with Cars Two is uh, that all of the villains are disabled. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you're supposed to come away from with Cars Two. That is what you do come away from if you think it through. But I don't know if that's the intended effect. Oh, of it's Cars definitely not 2. the intended effect, but it is the effect. <laughs> Yeah. Of course you. Luke, what have you done this week? I've watched National Treasure 2. I didn't have much to say. I played a lot of fucking Pokemon. Okay. I once again failed to watch Wild at Heart. Yeah, you wow, of course great you did. work. I I I realized that if I'm watching a movie by myself, I have a hard time like doing that. Like okay. it needs to either be like I'm watching it with somebody or I'm like, oh well it's for a podcast, we're gonna have like a discussion about it afterwards. If I'm just by myself I don't have the thought, oh, I should watch a movie very often. Could be me. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm gaming. Yeah, I'm gaming. That's the thing. And yeah. right now, the mean... Yeah, here's what I fucking did. You want to know what I did other than play Pokemon? I yeah. started a new game of Death Stranding, all right? Is that what you want from me? <laughs> it's a cool game. I like it. It is. <laughs> Edge, Edge Not City. Amelie uh, made it all the way to Edge Not City, but now she's been captured by the homo demons who run Edge Not City. Yeah, fragile, of course, but of not course, that fragile. Yeah, she is. She's fragile, but she's not that fragile. He's got aphophosphobia. Sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is, no, he doesn't. He's not afraid of being touched. He's got a weird allergy. He, like, breaks out when people touch him. Yeah, he has a thing. It's like, a, it leaves it's a, like a permanent real bruise on his skin when people touch him. Which guy is this? That's Sam Porter Bridges, of course. Okay, I forgot that. Yeah, he takes off his shirt and he's got all those, like, handprint-shaped bruises all over him. It's fucked up. Yeah. God, that game's so dumb. Unless maybe they're trying to say it's, like, a psychosomatic thing? Could be. If... That's... You know, I, I have... Listen to you talk a lot about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The all the stuff in, uh, you know, the Death Stranding is the one I've played the most of. Yes, yeah. All the stuff in Death Stranding always makes me think is, uh, if Hideo Kojima thinks that this is how stuff actually works. <laughs> <laughs> Writing-wise, Death Stranding is, like, all the good parts of Metal Gear, or all the bad parts of Metal Gear, minus the good parts. The thing is, uh, the the bruises he gets from people touching him represents the, the America's inability to actually form connections with other people, and that's right, why we have to reform We're falling apart. Course. We're building walls instead of uh, yeah, strands. Instead of, yeah, instead of bridges. Yeah, we have to make America whole again. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. And we yeah. have to deliver, uh, you know, uh, all of the uh, Bridges employees are so isolated in their bunkers so you have to deliver them uh, artificial oxycotton, not oxycotton, oxytocin. <laughs> what if it's just oxycotton? <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> be a very different game. No, you got to give them the oxytocin, the cuddle hormone, because they're so disconnected from people that they they get addicted to the the oxytocin drug that make the produces the hormone that you get when you cuddle with people. But they're afraid of actual people. They're too agoraphobic. They won't go outside and touch grass. Yeah. Death Stranding hate Death Stranding both thinks the internet's amazing and also wants everybody to log off. It's true, but like in a way that's kind of boring. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every like especially in the early parts, it's I think that's part of why I'm kind of obsessed with that game. It's so easy for me to imagine a version of it that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like at every time like, "Oh sure." I, if you took this one piece in isolation and built something different around it, it would be good. But it doesn't work here. Oh, that piece too. You could do the same thing. And yet, that's not what we got. It's like you took like 100 different jigsaw puzzles and took like a piece from each of them and made a picture of like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty incredible that you did it. Yeah, not kind really of impressive, while. but I don't want to look at it. Yeah. Many people are calling Death Stranding Goatsy the game. Yeah. Now that said, we've talked about first day one for Death Stranding 2, baby. That's right. You fucking know it. I can't wait to see him fuck up even more. <laughs> if, I oh. drive my, if I get to drive my little car, I don't care. 
I got that little, like, power unicycle? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll say, you're- everyone was like, oh my god, you're gonna play as a woman this time. That trailer absolutely ends with that woman saying, well, Sam, time for you to go on another yeah. adventure. <laughs> There's no playing. way in hell you're playing as her. Working yourself into a shoot here. Yeah, I, that, that entire trailer was just a re-edited version of the opening cutscene of that game. Uh, I do want you to play as her in some cases, so then you can have the breast milk bombs. <laughs> I mean, she'll just give them to you, it's fine. Again, if they weren't fucking cowards, Sam would just produce his own breast milk bombs. Well, yeah, That's again, true. The, all of the weird impreg stuff that that game never touches. Yeah, uh-huh. They're cowards. I, I will say, I f- my conspiracy theory is that Kojima absolutely wanted to put weird impreg stuff in there, and Sony told him, come on, man. We're, we're giving you a green light and so many other things. You gotta we're letting you halfway. piss on mushrooms. You cannot do the impreg shit. You can piss on the ghost to scare them away. You can't do the impreg stuff. All right, well, I'm glad you're having fun. I'm having an all right time. Yeah. Pretty good game. Yeah, pretty good. Great. Actually, what are you doing this week? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to get to the pirate legend status, and I'm, I'm getting close. Uh, pretty tight. Yeah, pretty tight. Uh, I think it's really cool. They did a thing in one of the earlier seasons uh, where there was one of the outposts, uh, you could choose, you could vote to either save it or let it be destroyed and by like the, the PvP, like enemy faction. Sure. The, the Reapers. Uh, and people voted to save it, and it's like one of the like big events was like. Uh, you had to like stop a invading force on the shores, and they have now like built it up into it being like an actual like more established town, which is pretty cool because all of the uh, established outposts are all like very like kind of slapdash in a way that is you know fits the aesthetic of the sh- of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool to like, all oh, right, this is like has like a cobblestone street and like signs and <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah. nice big tavern. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, and it's nice to know, like, oh, I, I voted for this to happen. <laughs> sure. Uh, are we watching Ocean's Eleven? Banger. Just, yeah, good movie. Uh, I watched Weird Science, which I utterly hated. <laughs> yeah, you didn't care for that. I didn't care for it. Uh, like, I, I know that it was the plot of the movie of they make a woman. <laughs> But yeah. I, w- I was really just not prepared for how many jokes and sexual innuendos there and how many times they'll make it a mention that this is a, you know, born sexy yesterday, but like adult woman yeah. who is going to have sex with these two 15-year-olds. Right, right. And they're going to constantly remind you that the are t- these are two 15-year-olds. <laughs> I also yeah. feel like that movie is the template for... About 70% of, like, bad porn fiction on the internet. Yeah, I I pointed out that I have seen a porn parody of it that was better. Yeah, that uh, Acted and me. written. Yeah. Uh, you could also make a really strong case for it being, oh, 
we're too nice guys. We're too nerds. Oh, totally. We're yeah. super nice. And uh, we, we just deserve a woman. Right. Yes. Because we're nice. Uh, but the woman is like has like god powers basically. Who what what kind of wacky shenanigans are gonna ensue from that, Ashley? That's so weird that she has weird god powers they and it's never explained. They created a new god that only wants to uh, get them off. Yeah, she has god uh, powers. Yeah, basically, she has god powers because she, like, the machine they use to like scan in the magazine image also scanned in like what was it, Ashley? It, it brings in something else that it, like fuses with the woman. I. I'm going to be honest with you, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it picks up like, like a supercomputer or something. So well, she's no, they, like, they hack into the government. Right. And, like, when, like, they're, like, doing it, like, all this, like, weird... It cuts to all these, like, weird segments of stuff happening. Yeah. But, like, she turns the one guy's, like, older jock brother into basically, like, a human-sized turd with a face... Because yeah. he's, he's, like, a shitty bully. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She can, like, make her own cars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it's it's super weird. She at one point mentions that she has, like, frozen two people in time and they will stop aging. It's a weird movie. What the f- okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many TF fix that are basically weird science oh, with a yeah, twist. Oh, yeah, no. Um, but, like, the whole, th- like... The actual, because they don't end up with her, like, the actual, they end up with, like, two human ladies of right. around their age. Right. But, like, they, there was at no point where they, like, woo them or show, like, they're like, I want to be with these two girls because they're hot. Right. And then at the end of the movie, the girls are like, well, I guess we'll be with you. And they're like, yes, you should be. <laughs> I guess you're weird scientists, so sure. Like, yeah. Uh, also a lot of uses of the F-slur. I didn't remember that part. Well, yeah. sure, of course. Uh, when the Mad Max guys show up for no reason near the end, uh-huh. uh, they, uh, call the main dude a faggot. Great. <laughs> yeah. Also, Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie as one of the bullies. Yes, that is true. I remember that part. I remember being like, seeing that and being like, what the, what, what? <laughs> All right. Yeah, which also it's weird because he is... He's like a baby in that movie. He's like a baby, and he is... Ref- in the credits, is Robert Downey. Oh. <laughs> and Robert Downey is like a noted director. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wait, is he? does he like make a cameo in this fucking movie? <laughs> uh, but no, it's just... <laughs> by that point, he was not going by Junior, I guess. All right. Maybe nobody had told him there was a famous director with his name. (laughs) I assume the famous director is his dad. It's his dad, yeah. Yeah, Okay, well then, yeah, that seems like a dumb decision. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then I watched The the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, which is, like this, a movie about, you know, America's history. Right. And would it shock you if I told you that this that that movie probably has a better handle on <laughs> the, the checkered past of American's history. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to top this one, about? but, you know. <laughs> I don't know uh, what you could mean by that. The fact that uh, Westward Expansion and, uh, you know, the concept of civilizing the West may be built on uh, lies. Huh. What? I had to watch that movie in high school, and I don't remember it that well. Yeah. I... Just kind of went to 
Jimmy Stewart's like letterbox page and just added all of the movies that I hadn't seen it with him in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I went to Scarecrow and I just like popped that up like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. James Stewart, John. It's my the first time I saw John Wayne. Yeah. Uh, and it's also the one where he uh, says partner like 50 times. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing that everyone parodies, I guess. The main thing I remember about that movie from like film class is my teacher really emphasizing it. Like they had color movies at this point. It was a stylistic choice to make it black and white. Think about it. I, I did. Yeah, I, I found that out. And there was like some parts of that movie where I'm like. Yeah, like, I think there are some directors and, like, some things you can do in film that you just can't do in color. Yeah. Well, if I remember right, my, my high school teacher's argument was that, like, well, it's a movie about, like, grappling with the past, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotta make it past vision. Really, really basic level stuff here, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I remember nothing about the contents of the movie. Uh... Jamie Stewart is a uh, small t- is a lawyer who's going out west and ends up being uh, robbed and beaten by a man named Liberty Valance, mm. and then it's just basically like two hours of like tension of something's gonna break bad about this, <laughs> right? Sure, yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. I really liked it. Good. Uh, yeah, I. Not my first John Ford. I did also, like, look into some of, like, the behind the scenes, and apparently John Ford just fucking bullied John Wayne the entire time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah, mean, John like, Wayne should be bullied, so. No, yeah. Like, John Wayne, horrible person. John yeah. Ford, also horrible person. Sure. But when <laughs> when you put those two together, John Ford just hated John Wayne. Yeah. Despite, like, him making his career. Right. Because he just kept on mocking John Wayne for skipping out on World War II when Jimmy Stewart was, like, a, a fighter pilot. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because that was the thing, because John Wayne was all, like, you know, tough guy, machismo, like, he's the icon of, like, a man, and then he, like, fucking yeah. dodged the World War II draft. Because he was with his wife and kids, even though he was getting divorced. Right. To marry an uh, underage uh, Mexican sex worker. What a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, he got radiation poisoning from playing Genghis Khan. God bless. Wish it was That's worse. That's how he died. Yeah. Uh, Glad Genghis could rack up one more kill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, also Jimmy Stewart beat the shit out of an extra who said the N-word. Good for him. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, nothing much. Molly. Uh, I played more Dwarf Fortress. Um, How's the dwarfs? The more I play it, the more I think I'm just... It's just too much. Oh, really? For mm. me. Yeah, it's just a little overwhelming to play. A lot of stuff you gotta manage. Yeah. I love it dearly. Uh-huh. Uh, but I I don't know if... Uh, how much I'm gonna play. I still really like it, though. It's the thing. And so, you have played a, a good amount. I have played a good amount of it, so I'm yeah. not that, like upset if i like am done it's right. fine um i uh so i i did play a bunch of that over the weekend i still had a good time uh and then i loaded up hades again because uh, i wanted to start a new file of that even before they announced the second one and i was like well shit now i want to play hades now uh, that game still bangs yeah, yeah, yeah it does 
Yeah, still still a banger. Um, yeah, so I started my new file and I got to Hades on my eighth run. So I feel like a like a real professional Hades player now. Real Fuck good yeah. gamer. Yeah, Kill, killing it. The weirdest um, thing about the Hades final boss is that the first form is easier than the second form, or the, is harder than the first, second form. Yeah, is it? Yeah, That's I guess it I is because like you just kind of hide behind the thing for most of yeah, uh, like yeah. the the yeah. Yeah, uh, the thing is, uh, like, getting to that fight, I'm like, man, I used to be, like, really good at this, and now I don't know how to play the video game, so that right. kind of sucks. Uh, but it's it's still fun. I'll, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I still don't have any of the health upgrades, so. Um, yeah, so I, I've been playing that. Um, I played uh, Honest Hearts for, for Journal. Um, I, th- I think that one uh, does not need reappraisal. Okay. <laughs> think we can leave that one. Uh not worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um and I need to start the last two. Uh but it's we're recording this before Christmas. It's Christmas this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to have plenty of time to mess around this weekend. Uh so yeah. Uh otherwise I watched this dog shit movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was really not expecting it to be this bad. No, it it's way worse. The yeah. first one's like not a good movie. We talked about it. Yeah, but it's still like but enough like, to have a good time. Yeah, it's fun enough. Yeah, it was a fun like family night movie. Night at the whatever. cinema. Yes, sure. It sucks America's dick so hard it fucking breaks it off. But like that's every movie. That's every movie. They they made a Top Gun this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and everyone lost their mind over it. Yes. yes. It's good. Isn't it like on the best film list? Oh yeah, like it, it is considered and also there is like a uh Lockheed Martin like endorsed planes in it. <laughs> yeah. Christ. Like they're trying to like Lockheed Martin is using Top Gun to sell planes to the US military. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, of course they are, yeah. Sick. Um yeah, so uh I um well I'll I'll try and run us through this. Uh I will say I got very high uh because <laughs> I didn't want to watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, it's bad. Understandable. <laughs> um but uh we we open it's the end of the it's the end of the Civil War everybody. We did it. We did it. Uh there's fi- there's fireworks going off. It's great. Everything's everything's great here in whatever city this is. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh but a couple of gentlemen um, go into a. This is like a tavern slash. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Tavern slash place where Lincoln is about to get assassinated at the at the theater. Yeah, I think that's down the street because like Booth it like seems leads. like it's really close though. Yeah, like, I don't it, really it's like a block away. I don't know. I don't totally understand the geography of this opening sequence. No. I also, um, I was looking at it because a big part of this, obviously, is this dumb little book Yeah, uh, that's on here. So you get a pretty good, like, um, a pretty good look at it during, yeah. you can, like, pause the pause the movie. I still can't figure out what the fuck <laughs> this guy's, de- why was he written in here? Yeah, well, they, yeah they never explain it. Yeah. yeah it, what the they, fuck they, is they, going on here? The central mystery of the movie, they just like, nah, never mind. If we it's just like, prove the treasure exists, that means that my story is right and that my dad or my great-great-grandpa didn't 
kill. But Lincoln, that doesn't which... account for why he's like listed as one of John Wilkes Booth's buddies. Yeah. Yeah, and then like like the second they find it, like the evil guys, it's like, well, I had to frame your dad. It's like, how did you? <laughs> how did you do that? Yeah. And also, his name is in the book in the flashback. So, yeah. are, are we to understand? Oh, it's in the flashback. It's. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Then was it maybe? Is the idea just they wrote that? Like, because obviously they're they're meeting with this guy at the same time as yeah. The it could be that they just needed to write his name down somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because they're looking for him. I guess. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the two men that have entered this tavern are John Wilkes Booth, assassinator of Lincoln, and Detective Mackley from and Twin Detective Peaks. Detective Mackley from Twin Peaks. I, I popped harder than I did for the rest of the movie when I saw that he was here. <laughs> he lost my fucking mind. I cannot believe we got another thing with him in it. I, I heard Molly shout it through the door. Uh, What if he plays like a little kid in a late Columbo? (laughs) (laughs) Will we even recognize him? He's got to have the same little nasally voice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I assure you, I will like try to find any and all like this actor. (laughs) Yeah, it took me a minute to really like zero in on him because he's got like a beard and like much longer hair than he does in uh, Twin Peaks or Mulholland Drive, but after he said a few lines, like, wait a fucking second. Yeah, when he showed up, I was like, wait a minute, that's a, I know that guy, who is that guy? And then, like, uh, when it gets to the part where he's alone with uh, with Gates, you gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) You better start, you better keep deciphering that cipher, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, listen here, pal. (laughs) In a few years, I'm gonna see a guy get his head exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're gonna see guy get his head exploded tonight. <laughs> no, remember, he doesn't die, does he? They just kind of move on from him, right? No, they yeah. just kind of move on. He just kind of does his own thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there is a um, John Wilkes Booth and this guy. If you don't know who John Wilkes Booth died, <laughs> yeah, I can't help you there. Um, Google can though. <laughs> Google can. He goes to assassinate President Lincoln while Thomas Gates is working on this cipher. Yes. Um. And uh, does so easily. It's really easy to assassinate Abraham Lincoln. Yes. I think it was generally just easier to assassinate presidents back then. Yeah, I think that's true. That's well, he was like an actor, too. So he, he worked at that theater. So he had more yeah, access like, than people normally do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the kind of like one of the weird bits about John Brooks Booth that people like don't mention is that he yeah. was like one of he. They were basically like the Hemsworth of the time. Yeah. Oh, they were really? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they were like celebrities. Yeah, oh, and I, he's I not, had no idea. He's not like Chris Hemsworth. Right. But he's a lion. Is he is he Liam Hem yeah. 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 Um, okay, yeah, that's fair. I didn't know that. That's uh interesting. Weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it'd be like, hey, did you hear that Liam Hemsworth dis- uh killed the president? <laughs> is it Liam? I thought I thought it, it, is it may Liam? be Liam. It may be Liam. This is also not really exactly what we should focus on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was wrong. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, so Okay. If you're L Hemsworth, write in. <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, uh no, yeah, so come he... on, I loved you in. Hold on, let me Google what is yeah, the Google any is. movie he's in, please. <laughs> uh so, in the upcoming Witcher series. I loved you in The Duel. <laughs> it's, it's, it's apparently Liam. Okay. Okay. 
Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Thomas Gates uh, is deciphering this, and he uh, circles a thing that says temples. I see. Uh, <laughs> like, mm, I see, yes. yes, gold. Ah, yes. And he temples says, oh, this is a gold. treasure map. Oh. Uh, and then the guy, and he looks up, and he notices, wait a minute, you're a part of the Knights of the Golden Circle. Uh, you're a traitor. You're all traitors. Uh, and then Mackley pulls out his tiny gun Yes. Uh, under the table, and is like, well, guess I ought to shoot this man, because cause well, he's giving me the secrets. Yeah. Uh, it. I feel like that the one of the conspirators to kill Lincoln killing you know, the great grandfather. Yeah. Should also maybe be a sign that he wasn't the head leader, like the leader of it. Right. Well, no, I, I don't well, think you know. they say he's the leader. They say he's a co-conspirator that like gave them access or something. And yeah, well, so sure they, they killed him. He's in charge of coming up with the whole plot because yeah, oh, like, they, 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 yeah, yeah. They, they, they eventually like, it gets spun to the point where that he is, he was the mastermind. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause that's what the Latin meant. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Listen, listen, kid. Uh, I gotta, I gotta tell you before I die, the debt that all men pay. Uh, don't forget that, okay? Yeah. Uh, don't forget it's gonna be very important. I'm to, a gate, so I gotta give you a fucking riddle. I gotta give you a fucking riddle before I die. Uh, here, enjoy your trauma, kid. Gotta remember, uh, this guy has not solved a single national treasure secret. Not one. He's still trying to figure out the fucking Charlotte one. Damn, I can't believe they got him twice. Yeah. Fucked up. Uh, anyway, he um. The kid, or excuse me, I forgot to say, Thomas tries to throw the diary pages in the fire. Mackley yeah. pulls them out and is like, okay, well, I got most of this still, so fuck you, I'm out of here. Right. Um, yeah, and, and then, then little Christopher Plummer got to watch his dad die. <laughs> oh, is that yes. him? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Or wait, no, 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 that would be, that'd be Christopher Plummer's dad. Because it's John Voight's grandpa. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. it's John oh, yeah, Voight's yeah. grandpa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got to We really got to start writing down the lineage of the Gates family. It's gonna get really, <laughs> I really complicated don't care. Really fast. <laughs> I really don't care. The good news <laughs> is that this on. is the final episode of National Reprise Reserve or whatever this is fucking show's called. Federal, How dare you? Federal, Federal Reprise Note, no, sir. There we go. Yeah, Please, listen, I, I forgot last time for this but podcast. <laughs> But how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so this movie suggests that after the uh, events of National Treasure, yeah. Ben Gates and his dad are now very famous professors. <laughs> sure. Which, sure, I guess. He, he, I know, he, like, he, he thing. kind of imply that he's like a, a disgraced professor because he won't stop this conspiracy theory. Right. I guess once and you prove that your conspiracy theory is right, everyone's got to kind of eat some crow. It's true. Yeah. So um, there is one guy uh, in the crowd after this lecture he's giving about this story. Yeah. Um, and what's it? It's Ed. It's Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Thank Ed you. Ed Harris. Yeah, yeah. Ed Harris says, hey, uh, what do you think happened to that fucking diary page that he pulled out of the fire? And they go, we don't fucking know. It's, well, it's- folks, you may have a great, great granddaddy, but turns out so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Harris and is so weird in this movie. told a different story to me. <laughs> What's that, Ashley? Ed Harris is so weird in this movie. Uh-huh. He's so weird in this movie. Yeah. And then at the end, he just decides, well, I guess I'll die. <laughs> not nearly as fun as Sean Bean was. <laughs> no, not nearly as fun. And I think Ed Harris has it in him. They just didn't get it out of him for this. No, yeah. Yeah, I, well, also because this movie's just bad. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's good in this movie. Even the people that were fun last time are shitty yeah. this time. 
Um, yeah, so uh, Ed Harris, uh, he causes a whole stir, and he's like, hey, look at my very well-kept diary page. And they're like, excuse me, what the fuck? Uh, so they kick everybody out except for him and these two and the guy who is in charge of whatever university this oh, is or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, think- you know what? He did forge this because later he's talking to this guy that's authenticating it. He was like, uh, this is further than I agreed to go. So this what? whole thing's just a forgery. Really impressive forgery, <laughs> yeah. given it has the exact burn marks that match up with the diary. Uh-huh. And also, it very impressive that it somehow went back in time. Well, yeah, yeah no, because it's written on the back. No, there. no, never it's, mind, because then they there. do, they find a map on it, don't they? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a forgery. I don't know. No, it's not a forgery. It's just nonsense. <laughs> I think maybe the people that wrote this movie don't know. <laughs> I The thing is, so the way I thought this was going... I think they are playing maybe fast and loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Go ahead, what I was going to say is the because of the way that this page is burned, yeah. it just says M-A-S Gates on it. I right. thought they were just going to figure out that the other piece that got burned off said something else. It's not Thomas Gates. It's some other guy. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make but, sense. But they don't. They just decide not to explain it and decide if we find the treasure, that means I'm innocent. Right. What I thought was that the uh, cipher in the journal was a lead on the national treasure, you know, from the first movie. Yeah. And I was so fucking mad when it turns out there are two independent national treasures that have nothing to do with one another. Well, you see, this is the native national treasure. Well, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is the one that we need to steal back. Uh Uh-huh. Well, steal in the first place. They hid it from us. They did it. They succeeded. They did. (laughs) We'll, we'll get to it. Well, we'll, we'll get, get to get it to because it. no, they didn't. Um, so uh, yeah, they they argue with each other for a little while. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, so it's the real diary page. His name is in there. They can't explain why. No, and they um, never will. <laughs> they never will. Uh, we cut to like a. Is this a flashback to like Nick Cage looking at his dad like? Hanging up, looks like he's hanging up the boots on looking for the original treasure. I don't understand this little scene between this and the bookstore. Uh, I, th- no, I think they're at home and like John Voich is like, oh well, for a brief moment the gates has got to be heroes, but now everyone hates us again because one guy a hundred years ago shot Lincoln, maybe. Well, no, because he's just like talking about like maps and stuff. He doesn't even talk about that. He's just talking about how clues are bad, how the like, the, oh, there's no answer to any of these clues. What am I even looking for, et cetera, et cetera. I, I think that he has be, like been looking through his collection of American history, trying to find oh, a way to try to... and find a way to disprove the page. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that didn't come across to me. I was just confused about what the fuck was happening here. It's not well done. It's not a well made no. movie. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. 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 I love. <laughs> I just love the idea that like. If you told me, if you presented me evidence that one of my ancestors was involved in the plot to assassinate Lincoln, I'd be like, ah, well, that sucks, and move on with my and day. And move on with my fucking life, are you but kidding John me? But John Voight and Nick Cage, their whole lives are ruined by this. Can't, uh, you know, my, my, our family's name has been in the mud our whole lives. We can't let it be in the mud again. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's like, well, well, you, well do you know the, the origin of the, the name origin mud? of the name is mud? Well, that was a guy who blah, 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 blah. And the thing is that no one, like no one except for people like Nick Cage's character, remembered that it was a dude named Mud. Yeah. Now, 
Now, that's not true. Uh, I think you'll find every child in the United States of America knows about this kind of thing. Yes, we'll see. Well, yeah. also, his whole story about the, the guy named Mud was that, like, well, it turned out he was innocent. It was all circumstantial evidence, but it didn't matter. His name was already ruined. Okay, so what are you wasting your time so what for is the, then? Yeah, so what are we doing here? If it Dumbass? doesn't matter, you dumb shit. Uh, anyway, Riley has ruined his own life. <laughs> Riley has ruined his own life because he's a fucking idiot. Uh-huh. He writes this book. I also don't believe for a second that he's not very popular after uh, finding this treasure with Nick Cage because he's way hotter than him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he did kind of, you know, he got a haircut. He cleaned got, up. He got way hotter between these two movies. He, it's he weird got that rid he's of not the, the facial hair, yeah. which I think really helps him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Cage was not hot in the first movie, but I do think Riley siphoned some hotness off of him in the intervening years. He must years. have. Yeah, because Nick Cage has gotten here. less hot. It's a it's a bad period for looking at Nick Cage's face. It's not yeah. great, yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's this whole little scene where uh, Riley is trying to sell some of his books at a Borders, uh, and yeah. he's doing a really bad job, and like this girl I, comes up, and like... The biggest laugh I got was Borders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I kind of like the Nation's joke because he's got the the standees of himself like bathed in gold and like a cowboy outfit. That was you yes, know. that's pretty good. Um, so he, what he has done uh, between uh, these two these two movies? Uh, first of all, this books this Borders has more copies of this book than uh, anyone has ever ordered of any book <laughs> in history. So many fucking copies of this there's book. So, so like, many. There's a bunch around him, but also when we look out the window, the yeah. shelves are entirely filled with it. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, but you know, so he he hears that his Ferrari's getting towed. He goes outside. You know, that's you know that's my car. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, he goes home and he's like carrying all his books and his, his standee. And he gets back to his place, and uh, Nick Cage is sitting on the uh, porch, uh, and you know he's like, "Oh, IRS impounded my car," and he's like, "Yeah, funny story. My accountant set up a corporation on an island that didn't exist because this is what all the rich people do uh, when they're hiding their money." Uh, and then I got audited, and they found out, and uh, you know things went bad. Oh, now, I got taxed too much. Oh. Well, you know, they're, they're trying to reset the stat, the status quo the status of the first status movie quo. so that, you know, these are underdogs again. My question is, the government gave them this money. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it it's a really bad, lazy writing to get them back to the status quo. Because yes. then also, like, Nick Cage is just like, yeah, no, she doesn't like me anymore. Yeah, and then why, immediately well, that's the second off screen. Also, yeah, she kicked me out of my own home for reasons we're never going to explain. It's, yeah, I don't. Um, anyway, so the uh, the thing is that Riley is like, yeah, I the, the tax on my uh, five million was six million. And it's like, that's not how much money they. All right. Well, I guess we don't have to think about this. That was long enough ago that people aren't thinking about the numbers on this. But I watched this movie last week and uh, you have enough money to pay for this, sir. Yeah. <laughs> given given the one percent share on ten billion, yeah, I think you got this one. It's okay. Just gonna do a quick ten billion divided by one hundred. Uh huh. Well, I guess it's half of one percent. So divided by two hundred. Ten billion. I don't know. He said he got one percent of the share. No, he says one percent. Well, half of one percent actually. I thought they all got one percent to split. Oh, maybe. All right. Well, maybe maybe that explains it. Anyway, That's it doesn't still matter. Fifty million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah he, uh, he must have spent his money in the worst way. Po- he really MC hammered his ass. It's like you hear about people that win the lottery and, like, destroy their lives and the lives of everyone they've ever met. Yes. Yeah. That'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Nick Cage is like, hey, can you help me break into uh, my own home, Abigail's place? Uh, because I need to go steal her badge so I can break into the place and look at the page. Yeah, hey, real what? quick. Can you just uh, help me? My girlfriend uh, made me change the locks on her house so I couldn't go in there anymore. Could you help me break in <laughs> and, yeah, and steal like, her yeah, personal sure. belongings? He's like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll do that. I've done worse. <laughs> just... Any hope of having me be sympathetic to Nick Cage's character goes out the fucking window as soon as this shit happens. Yeah, yeah. and I am already, like, not liking Riley more. Yeah. And, God, they really, like, it was bad in the first movie, all the stuff with Abigail. It gets so much worse. It's so much worse. They Like, yeah. I, I said it last time, she's just a stereotype, like, just 20 of them rolled up into one woman. Right. They made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Because this they, movie is more heterosexual. Yeah. yeah, and well, because then they added another heterosexual yes, couple. Another, yes, that are complaining about oh, the woman talks a lot and is mean. Uh huh. We can't go one fucking day. Um. Yeah. So, um, the guy from Modern Family is dating Abigail now. That uh-huh. also fucked me up. <laughs> I'm sure this guy has a real name, but that's what I know him from. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's also in those Key and Peele sketches where he plays the Nazi guy. He's really good at that. <laughs> He's really good in that, yeah. Uh, Ty but, Morrell, by the way. Okay, great. I'm going to forget that right now. Yes, uh, you are. So, <laughs> so they um, they get there. Abigail gets back. She notices that they're here. Um, and then she's like, well, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and Riley is like, hey, I sent you a copy of my book. Did you read it? And she's like, fuck no, I didn't. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you. <laughs> get out of my life, asshole. Yeah. She cottons um, on that they were stealing her government ID to break into her place of work. Yes. Oh, you know, uh, hun, just a national treasure heist, like old times. Just like old times. And she's like, well, you know what? Actually, that sounds great. I would love to go on a national treasure heist. You should have uh, just asked me, dipshit. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, like, the whole thing is, like, apparently the reason why they broke up is because you keep on saying so. Well, that's how he knows she's angry. But yeah, her complaint yeah. is that well, you're just such a brilliant brain genius that you predict what I want and then do it for me without asking first. It's like, you know, if you do something that, like, if you think I'm going to agree to something and then I do it, and then you do it and I agree, that's right. just you being lucky. Well, that, that's lucky, not, lucky, that doesn't mean you didn't times. have to ask in the first place. Which, like, sure, but it's like the complaint is that, well, you're just too smart and perfect, actually. Oh, yeah. It's, and I'm mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what they're fighting about. We don't know that yet, but it doesn't matter. We're not going to get into it again. Um, on the podcast, I mean, we're going to get into it a lot during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, she is, um, oh, I forgot. The other thing I was going to say is, okay, so Nick Cage, his character, Ben Gates, now very well-documented guy who can find stuff. Yeah. Guy who discovers secrets on various items. Right. He just never wants, considers asking, like, hey, I think there's something here. And, like, trying to get a meeting with somebody about this. He just decides to break into everything. He's very rich and very famous. It's hard to believe they wouldn't just let him examine it. They wouldn't it. just let him do it. Like, what Yeah, we- and... 
it is you know them trying to like well we need it to be a heist and we need to like go yeah. back to the originals you know underdog status but like they give it even less it's just like we got to do it because we got to do it because we got to do it <laughs> yeah yeah, n- none of this is for any good reason. It's just to reset so we can make the same movie again, and it is so fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and yeah, they- I could maybe excuse it if it was a, you know, better movie, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It sucks. Um, so they um, they look at the page. They scan it a bunch of times on different stuff. There's like, there's nothing on it, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and eventually they do find there's like some smudges that imply that some of the ink from the page on the other side, um, like transferred onto this page. Right. And yeah. They then do, they do some, some real CSI art, flip it, enhance. <laughs> yeah. They do say enhance a few times. Um, and then they find the cipher, uh, that Thomas Gates was solving. Yes. But they don't know the code word that they need to solve the cipher. Right. Um, so, you know, they, they talk for a little while. It's boring as hell. And then we go to the FBI uh, where... Uh, is it Harvey Keitel? Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's there and he's chilling. Uh, and some FBI guys come in and say, hey, look at this shit. One of the uh, conspirators in the Lincoln assassination was Gates's like, great-granddad. And he's like, well, how do we know that? And he's like, well, somebody came forward with a page from the secret diary. And he's like... And that doesn't sound, like, really suspicious to you? <laughs> yeah, like, a guy came back forward with a well-preserved 140-year-old document and has, like, never mentioned it before, except right now, specifically to fuck over this one dude. Right. Yeah, like, he, he just got famous and rich, and now somebody's coming out of the woodwork, so we're gonna not look into this? And they're like, we'll look into this, and they're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're the FBI, you got nothing better to do. Uh, yeah, so they are trying to, um solve the cipher uh riley is really smart and he is like well it's a five letter word uh that has to be the key for this so let me type bacon into my computer and see if that's you know because people in the 1800s love bacon yeah yeah, he's basically just going through the like dictionary of all five letter words i just paused when he put bacon in there and i'm like really man yeah yeah he's bacon baron uh Uh, i'll say riley hacker dude you can't automate this shit (laughs) yeah really you can't make a dictionary that it just automatically consults i think i had to do that for a computer science class yeah come on the the level of tech in this movie is such an interesting time period yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's Uh so bizarre (laughs) he's watching a live stream on msn.com i just love them announcing (laughs) that the family's ruined okay yeah i popped for detective matley and uh msn.com those are the best parts of the movie yeah like everyone has flip phones like the idea that you can send a photo is novel right yeah and also uh it has the best quality in history yes Uh um so uh this movie takes place in the same world as tokyo drift yeah yes absolutely i just love that all of riley's uh like hacker programs look like my fucking like bios on my computer Yes, it, it, they look like fucking Hypnospace, the new one. Oh, I haven't really looked at anything for the new one. I haven't really either, but the screenshots I've seen, it kind of looks like that. Great, that that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's fun, right? Okay, anyway, 
Um, so, uh, Nick Cage confronts his dad. He's like, hey, you know, um, that this is all bullshit. We're going to prove that it's bullshit. Uh, but you have to help me. And they're like, there's only one way to prove it is to find the treasure, which I don't know how that yeah. clears anything. <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever. Uh huh. Um, so he, they talk about it and they figure out the, that line, the, the price all men must pay. And then, uh, Ben genius that he is, is, uh-huh. is, is like, oh yeah, it, death is the key word. Yeah. Uh, and they type it in there and sure enough, yes, it is. Um, and then it leads to the name, uh, Edward Lubulaye. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up. Uh, Edward Lubulaye. That's probably close enough. Yeah, sure. Um, who is a guy who made a couple desks once. <laughs> yes. Um, out of a specific boat that like got washed ashore somewhere. The, the Resolute, of course. Yes, yes of course. The right, HMS the Resolute. resolute. Desks. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Resolute desks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, Abigail has decided that she's going to take out the guy for, <laughs> for dinner who uh, is smearing her ex-boyfriend's name. She's like, this is great. I love this. Um. I don't understand why this is happening. I think she just wants to meet with him to ask him about it. Okay. Yeah, so um, she gets the call from uh, Nick Cage, uh, and she is like, oh, you solved it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's just basically so that conversation can happen where he's like, so he solved it. Yes. Uh, and, like, they come up with a Laboulaye thing. Yeah. Laboulaye, I think? Laboulaye. And then uh, the next word is lady. Uh, but they needed somebody to th- help them get the uh, Y on there because they couldn't think of another letter. <laughs> They're um, both the best puzzlers and the worst. Yes. Um, so she hangs up on him um, and he's like, oh, man, she hung up on me. But then John Voight's like, well, she took your call, though. So that's good. Um, yeah. And John he wants Voight them really to get wants back to get together these two really back bad. together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but also uh, Ed Harris is like watching her as she's taking the call and like. Ooh, oh, it's oh, huh, huh, huh. It's, it sounds like maybe Nick Cage figured out the the code, maybe. Yeah, what's up with that? Wowzers, what what did what was the solution to the code? Maybe what was it? Yeah, well, could you tell me? And she's like, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Does she tell him? I can't I don't tell. Remember? Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, he's eventually gonna knock out John Void and get all the answers he needs. Yes. So eventually, uh, well, not eventually. Now. Uh, Nick Cage is like, well, we got to go to France to look at the Statue of Liberty because the right. guy, Labelle, no, of course, me, was Labelle, the sculptor that made the Statue of Liberty. Um, yeah. Which one? Well, he only called one his lady, the one in Paris. Yeah, the, the yeah. smaller. It looks smaller. I think it's smaller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's th- there's yeah. It it would probably be smaller. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just saying that the the one in America is very big. Yeah, that's true. Um, so they get a little helicopter drone that has a camera on it to look around at the statue. Yeah, they have like a Radio Shack remote controlled helicopter with a camera taped to it. And it was very funny to me watching this and be like, yeah, that's just what we have these days. They just everyone got one of those. Yeah, it, it's really funny also for Nick Cage to be like, wow, that's, you're, that's so cool. If yeah. you buy that at Radio Shack, Radio Shack, huh? <laughs> uh, how has no one ever found out the, of this inscription? How is this right, inscription it's right not like there a, for anyone to see? Yeah, yeah it, how is this like not something that you can look up on early Wikipedia? This is this seems yeah. like yeah, you would. This think. isn't a secret. No, 
Um, so they get the picture, um, and uh, meanwhile, uh, Nick Cage is talking to some cops who like um, stop them and are like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing with that drone here?" Right, they're they're uh, mean French cops until Nicholas Cage cops. reveals he also knows French history, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, we're buddies now." Yeah, he's like, "Oh wow, you know about philosophers?" And it's like, "Dude, nobody. This has never happened mm. once." Ever. I I feel like this was at the like kind of near the end of the the freedom fries, right? Th- th- this was them trying to extend goodwill towards France, towards sure. France, sure. Yeah. And like, oh, we'll make you guys like you can solve one of the national treasure mysteries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What drives me crazy about this solution because the the French guys have to translate the inscription for them because they don't speak French, and they're like, well, Nick they Cage sp- does speak French. <laughs> Well, he he, he speaks a like little he, French at least. He speaks a little French, but the but, you know, but the cops offer to translate it for him. So he's right. like, "Oh yeah, please, yeah. by all means." But like, they make a point of like the cops are struggling to think of the right English word that they eventually say, "Ah, resolute, sure, yeah, that that one works." But the resolute is the word that is the clue. <laughs> but like, yes, that they almost say, they say a different word first. They're like, ah, maybe resolute instead. Yeah, Ooh, resolute the HMS resolute, of course. The yeah, resolute course. desks, resolute twins, the desks, and they're like, "Wow, where are these desks now?" And uh, Nick Cage is like, "Well, the closest one is in London. How fast can we get to Buckingham Palace?" He's like, "You know, no, why don't you ask the cops? You're best friends with them now because you didn't yeah. ask me about it." And then Riley's like, gets, and then Riley gets a ticket, <laughs> and yeah. then he gets a ticket. Yeah, for the for the helicopter. Come on, man. Fuck you, Riley, <laughs> dude. Um, so, uh, they, we cut back to the FBI and find out that whatever this, whatever, uh, Ed Harris's fucking thing is, I forget what his character's name is. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. Um, Wilkins. He, he has a squad. Uh, I, I really Mitch thought Wilkinson, that, excuse me. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought that the reveal near the end is that they had changed their family last name and that it was Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Wilkes Booth. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be a way better movie. <laughs> He's just a nobody. Well, uh, he does say at one point that he is the descendant of a Confederate general. Yes. Which, like, cool guy. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah sick. Uh, well, he is the bad guy, to be fair, so. I, I mean, yeah, but, like. We got that much going for us. Right. That's it. it, it yeah, it, the, the enemy of the first one of the first movie is the British, and then this one, it's the South. Yes. Well, I'll say, too, they say over and over, like, wow, imagine if the Confederacy had gotten their hands on this treasure. It would have that they would have won the Civil War. What a horrible thought. And yes, sure. But I think the only reason they think it's a horrible thought is because then America wouldn't be America anymore. Yes. Yes. It has nothing to do with, like, slavery and everything to do with, no. well, but then the Founding Father's dream would go unrealized. It would be, di- it would be dead. Yeah. Uh, they, they are some, they uh, mentioned slaves in this movie, which is more than they did in the last one, but it's yeah. very casual and like, oh, yeah, like, my great-grandfather bought this from a slave. Right. Isn't it cool yeah. that, like, George Washington had slaves? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so they explain his whole thing here. He ran a private security con- uh, company that was like part of the Iraq invasion and Congo invasions and right. their soldiers as well as black market antique stealers, I guess. Yes. They're the guys that sold that shit to Hobby Lobby. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, that should be so National Treasure Army 3. Kytel goes, oh, this guy's trying to get a new treasure. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else is like, okay. 
Um, I like that Harvey Keitel, like, this is not an FBI case at all. He's just checking up on his pal, Nick. Yeah, he's just looking into it. Yeah. You know, I gotta be in this movie later, so I may as well be doing something now. Well, we do know from the first movie, he is, of course, a Knight Templar, so yes, this concerns course. him. Yeah. Except this isn't the Templar treasure. No. But it, but it is a matter of national security. Only because Nick Cage turns it into one. Yeah. Um, so they, um, they knock out John Voight, uh, later that night and make a copy of his phone. They clone his phone. Yeah. They clone his phone. I, I was looking up something about this movie on IMDb and, like, the goof thing that it, like, surfaced towards me. It's like, you can't actually, like, clone someone's phone so that you can listen to their calls. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Yeah, no shit, yeah. It is, it's a really funny little thing they do. Uh, because and then also they have them call uh, Nick Cage's dad for no reason like three times to update him on what's going on. Uh huh. Yeah, I I really like the bag of burner cell phones. Yes. Well, they got you know, we got to match the got to match the model or else we can't clone the damn phone right. Um. So uh, he is going to they we have a map like here we go where you got to break into Buckingham Palace to look at this desk. Um, it's really boring. <laughs> yeah, this uh-huh. this is not a good heist. Riley I'll needs- say, I, I, yeah. uh, listen, this movie sucks, but you, I at But least, you're going to be the one to defend it. No, I'm not going to defend it. It's a bad movie, and this, like, this scene, though, like, again, I was mostly bored watching this, and at least they let Nick Cage be a fucking weirdo in this scene. I, okay. Yeah, I, but I hated it. Yeah, this I they let him out of his cage too much. Yeah, I, again, I yes, a good movie would not let him out of his cage this much, or would like meet his tenor. But in absence of anything else to pay attention to, I'll take him out of his cage. Sure. <laughs> okay. Listen, the next movie we're going to watch is him uncaged. He's completely uncaged. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and it belongs there. Yes. Yeah. It does not belong here. I also got excited because I recognized this scene from the Nick Cage song from Homestuck because I'm a broken man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, another one later in this movie. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if you know, Luke, but I put that as our outro music. <laughs> yes! Uh, so Abigail is in uh, England and meets up with uh, Nick Cage at the place... Um, and she's like, hey, your dad called me, said your next clue was here. And he's like, uh, okay. Um, and so, so Riley, what was their plan if she didn't show up? I have he no just, idea. I guess he, he just goes yeah. into stealth stuff. That no, or he it, gets himself caught on purpose doing something else stupid. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just such. It feels weird that he's like, you can't be here. Yeah. They and then like the the joke is that like they realize they're not actually fighting in the middle of the fight and then they start actually fighting in the middle of this fight that they have in the middle of this palace. Right. Um yeah, he's he's doing the whole full cage thing and it yeah, sucks. Yeah. The, the part where for me it goes kind of over the like over the line is when he starts like I had a point. I had a uh, again, that part I'm like again, this sucks, but at least it's grabbing my attention. Yeah, I, I just I disagree. So I mean, we value different things from our films. My bar is so low at this point that I'm just like, well, that's that made that gave me an emotion. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, 
Um, so they're they're like uh, arguing. The security comes, and Nick Cage is like, "I'm gonna ride down the uh, like railing of this staircase." Um, and he had like put some alcohol on his neck. Yeah, and like um, on a second, right. So he was always playing to like be drunk and yeah, like, to be drunk and disorderly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wants to get uh, captured by the security, and so um, they just take Abigail too because she's got to be in this movie, right? Um, and so they they take them downstairs. Uh, Riley's like, "Wow, great job!" Um, and then the main security guy leaves them in a lockup and just says, "Hey, stay here," which is a great way to run security. Uh-huh. Um, so especially they, uh, for the palace, <laughs> for Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Like this is like on you know the same level of like the White House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We're gonna break in there too. We're gonna do equality. Yeah. Um, At least like with the White House, they like have the excuse of we know a guy. <laughs> yes. This one is just like oh yeah, the British are just bad at this. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible at this. Uh, so they get into a service elevator, uh, and go up to the um to the floor with the desk on it. Very easy to get there. It does not take very much effort at all. No. Uh, yeah, there's at, nobody at patrolling point, this place. Yeah, the only person who sees them is just like, oh, you got flowers? Good. Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like a cleaning lady. And she's like, okay. Um, they go in there I mean, and they start fucking with no, Once desk. you get past the, like, you know, outer perimeter of bodyguards, it's easy. Yeah, I, it's really I was, easy. Th- there's... That part, I was like, this is very much just the Hitman Paris level. <laughs> yes. All rich people's places look the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they find the name Malcolm Givelry on this desk. Um, and he doesn't make desks. He makes puzzle boxes. Uh, and yeah. so they, they're like... They specify uh, Chinese puzzle boxes, even though that is not a Chinese man. <laughs> I suppose they do. Yes. Yeah. How hard must the writers of National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets creamed themselves when they looked on early Wikipedia and saw that a guy took the wood from a battleship and made two twin desks out of it. Yeah. Pretty yeah, hard. Sure. Pretty <laughs> hard. Listen, that is just a fucking perfect setup for one of these things. Yes. I wish they would have done better with it. Obviously, it's secretly a combination lock where you have to pull the drawers out certain lengths to pop the locks. Yeah. This... Sure, whatever, man. You sure, can make whatever. weird stuff out of a desk, and so yeah. they do. This is just that one game, The Room, right? There's just too much time. Like, it's not like, oh, it doesn't take forever, but it takes too long of them adjusting these drawers to get the lock to open. Oh, it's so long. Well, and it's like, it's not like there's no, like, tension or anything. It's just like, well, let's try this number. Yeah, it's not yeah. like, oh, the guard's gonna be here any second. We gotta hurry. <laughs> it's just, well... What it's a four digit number. What years would be important? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they've got all that CGI lock work though. It's yes. really funny how they try eighteen nineteen first because that was the um something about Queen Elizabeth I think. Uh-huh. But the actual one was uh the one on the fucking statue dipshit. The one yeah. he wrote down for you, you fucking moron. Because I, was, I guess they had to get it wrong first. Right. Yeah, this was Benjamin Gates trying, being too smart for his own damn good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they pop it open. There's a bunch of other stuff that they do. They put on the desk and then eventually it opens up a side panel where there is a piece of wood uh, with a bunch of Native American markings on it. Yeah. 
They are going to play fast and loose with what exactly native, uh, what native tribe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they no, say is... it looks like, I think, Incan, but then also it's related to a treasure in South Dakota? Yes, it is. Yeah. So the the deal is they think immediately like, oh, these markings are like Incan or Aztec. So they are trying to invoke the City of Gold thing yeah, because this is El a movie Dorado. about the City of Gold. Yeah, yeah so the, the original myth of the Lost City of Gold was from the Musica people in South America has mainly become, uh, you know, known as like an Incan or Mayan sure. thing. And then they move it to the area where the Lakota tribe were. Yes. So that it can be inside of Mount Rushmore. Yes. yes. Uh, but, and like they, so, but all of the designs that you see in there are Incan and Olmec. Yeah. Uh, and they make, we'll get to, they make a crack about sacrificing people to uh-huh. make sure that, you know, that they, they were. Right. <sighs> yeah. So now that they have the thing out of the desk, um, Riley's like, okay, great. I'll set off the fire alarms now. And then um, the guys who are running security go, great. Somebody's setting off the fire alarms. We have to figure out who the fuck is doing this. Um, but Someone's everybody makes it out okay. Yeah, there's a guy who's locked in the bathroom uh, who's yeah. taking a shit, and they bust yeah. into his his door. But everybody else got out okay. We, we did it. It's fine. Right. Yeah, because Riley was in the bathroom doing all his hacker stuff. So you think it's going to be yeah. him for a second. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, different guy. Yeah. Um. So they, um, Mitch is here with his crew. They're following them. Uh, this leads to another long, obnoxious chase scene. Yes. Way yeah, too one, long of a chase. This one's Way really bad. This takes so fucking long, and nothing happens in it. Nothing yeah. happens. There's like they wreck like eight bad guy cars and i'm supposed to believe nick cage knows how to drive like this despite being a history professor come on man well they yeah. they had that one throwaway line in the first movie about how he was like navy rotc but also engineering and history so he just he's good at everything he's good at everything yeah um, yeah they, like yeah like there's also one part where they make fun of people walking in the street <laughs> yeah this won't happen in america <laughs> I think it is possible, you know, there's plenty of movies with good car chase scenes, but I think it is so easy to make a car chase scene boring. Yeah, Yeah. and I I think it's also extremely easy to think that you can just, like, rest on your laurels, or, like, it's just, like, two cars going fast, simple. And it's it's not that simple. No. So, yeah, there's just kind of, like, a bunch of bumper car shit, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. They flip over uh, London Taxi Cab because they have to. Yeah, of course. We're here. Riley gets into the wrong side. Yep. This car chase is like six minutes long and nothing yeah. happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. It also and, feels way longer. Yeah. And then uh, the end of it is they throw the plank into the into a river after taking a picture of it. Yeah. You they, would have given this uh, car chase scene a little bit of pop, a little bit of verve. You know, they're already making all these, like, lame British jokes. What if this just intersected with Mr. Bean's life? <laughs> there we go. What if you got Rowan Atkinson to just be doing something completely unrelated to the rest of the movie, but it just kind of dovetails with his car chase? I would have appreciated a really uh, shoehorned in British actor cameo. <laughs> I, I think you get Mr. Bean in here, you've got yourself a chase. If it the the way they get the photo is something I would have enjoyed 
in a better movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, where they have he runs a red light and gets the red light camera to take a picture of it. Yes. Yeah. And then he has to hack into the police database. To, yeah, they yeah. hack into the London police database to get the picture. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so uh they they tell the story of you know city built from solid gold blah blah blah. Um yeah, they got the they get the um information and then Nick Cage is like, "Okay, we know somebody who can look into this and also you have to go with me, dad." And he's like, "No, I can't. That's my ex-wife. You can't do that to me." "You're my ex-wife." "Oh, beans. She's and mean." Then they go anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and just so you know that he's not being sexist, a female student comes out of the ex-wife's office and also going, oh, I hate her. Yeah. We're in the right place. Fuck off. Except every time we actually see her, she's just normal and pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't like her ex-husband, but like, yeah, who does? That's what makes him an ex-husband. Yeah, that's why he's an ex. That's the only uh, mean thing about her. But then she immediately like starts relitigating stuff from their marriage, and it's the most boring shit in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, all of this being around, like, native language and, like, native, like, yeah. places makes all of this way more icky to me. Yeah, well, in a room full of white people? Yeah, totally. Well, like, and oh, then yeah. talking about, like, well, you know, hey, we're gonna go talk to your mom, who's, like, one of the only experts alive on this, you know, native language, I'm like, Oh, was was he married to like an indigenous woman? Oh no, of course, of course, no, it's of a course white not. Woman. Why, yeah, what of I course, thinking? it's Helen Mirren. National Treasure too. What am I? Well, come on now. Yeah, Helen Mirren, one of the whitest women. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Helen Mirren. She's just sure. extremely white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they they figure out that they only have half of the uh, carving. So you know. This is about the city of gold, but you know maybe not. Uh, maybe we don't have the whole picture yet because right. you need the other half of it. Right. Um, if only there was another resolute desk somewhere. If only there was another desk somewhere. Yeah, and she uh, treats like the the city of lost gold like they treat the you know the the first national treasure where it's yeah. like oh people you know spent their days looking for this. They they also imply that General Custer was looking for it. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Yeah, That's I don't a know. weird bit. <laughs> no idea. Um, well, see, it's about all these evil people who are looking for it, but now the good guys are looking for it. Yeah, so it's okay. I don't know. They make Custer sound like an evil people in this one. Like that's, I think like this is from before a time when everybody basically agreed that Custer was a piece of shit. Yeah, I guess. But also, like the only other people they've talked about trying to find it are Confederate people. So sure, sure. Well, and also the Spain, like Spaniards, which right. Yeah, I also, they have no opinion on any of this, I think. Is really, yeah, uh, that's, the, uh, that's, that's the long and short of it. It's all just history. It's just to be it's fascinated all just history. by. Yeah. Um, anyway, they go to a Easter party at yeah. Well, the yeah, White House? Yeah, because they got to check out the, the White House Resolute Desk. And yeah, this was like the, the Easter egg roll that Abigail's date from the beginning of the movie wanted to take her to. Yes. Yeah. You, this is 100% a thing, Molly. Sure. Well, yeah, I know. It's just weird. <laughs> That's all. It is yeah. weird. I it belie- is. I believe that it's real. I just think that it's weird. Yeah. And also, this is where that child who knows everything about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln is here, and I just don't believe this child exists. I know this child exists somewhere. I I know that this. there are people who, as kids, get really into stuff. Right. But I just, yeah. I I also, just don't believe you. 
don't believe that a lot of those people would be this like aggro about it to yeah, the, the whole point of it is they just want to see Nick Cage like be bested by a child because that's comedy. It's yeah. comedy. And you know, him saying go away impossible child at the end is like meant to like be a lampshade on Right. Oh we know it's like crazy that this kid knows all this history. Right. Um, so yeah, they get the thing, and it also doesn't matter, it's just a bit to put in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, yeah. nobody gets, it, it, it's weird that it doesn't draw anyone's attention. Unlike the first one, I don't remember the trailer of this movie at all, but I gotta imagine this is a trailer scene. Probably. Yeah. Um, like, the, the only other thing that I know was probably in the trailer, uh, was the, you know, line about kidnapping the president, and I think sure. the one where he reaches his hand in. Oh sure, yeah. Oh sure, yeah. Of course. Um. So yeah, they they have a bet with the guy who's dating Abigail. Uh, like I bet you can't get us into the Oval Office type thing, because mm-hmm. uh, she acts like she really wants to go there. Nick Cage pretends that you know he um doesn't think that uh the guy can do it, and he's like, uh, of course I can do it. I'm the dumbest man alive. We yeah. can go yeah. anywhere in here. Nobody's here. Wait. So you're the guy. You're the guy who, you know, looks at ancient, you know, or, you know, old stuff and see, tries to find out if they're secrets. And, you know, you also are the ex of the person I'm currently dating, and you both want to get into the Oval Office? And you both yeah, want to get into the Oval sure. Office? Crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure, we'll go in there. I'll do anything to impress a woman. Um. So, yeah, they he, like, shows him the desk, and he's like, wow, that's crazy. Um, and then Abigail pretends to lose an earring to distract him for a while, and also she shows him her boobs, you know, yeah, really it is, just an extended it is scene that sucks ass. Let me bend over and look under this couch so you can see my ass. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah, it's just like, well, I will now distract him the only way a woman can. Uh-huh. <laughs> tits yes. and ass. Tits and ass. Um, and then, uh, so he, this, like, the tension is the guy might look at him messing with the, um the desk so he's you got to keep him distracted the whole time so at the end of it when he's almost done he's got to put the desk back together uh abigail's like well i'm out of ways to distract him i guess i'll make out with him in front of nick cage and he's just gonna go with it for like a full minute yeah yeah uh and he does i guess so yeah this one unlike the previous thing we talked about like tries to add tension but is bad at it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's not good. You know what I'll um, say, too? For stupid reasons, I now have both National Treasure movies pulled up on two different monitors, and I'm looking at them side by side. This movie looks worse than the first one. Like, every sure. scene is lit the same. It's not, like, yeah, it's an uglier movie. And the first one's not exactly, like, high cinematographic art. No. It, it is dealing with a lot of, like, kind of sitcom lighting yeah. Of, yeah. It's the same, like, just, like, neutral yellow light in every fucking scene. Yeah. Um, so they do get the thing opened, uh, but the desk is empty, but there is a logo on it. Uh, and they take a picture of it, and Riley's like, well, of course, that that's the presidential seal with extra things on it. I know all about this. And you would, too, if you read my fucking book. And they're like, can you just tell us instead of doing this thing that you did last time? No, I'm going to take you to my fucking books. So you can read it yourself. Yeah, so you can read my goddamn book, you assholes. It but, is, you know, to be fair, probably should have read his book. Yeah. Kind of rude. It, you know? it is somewhat funny that no one has read Riley's book. 
it is it's also funny you have nothing to do all day fucking read his book yeah so uh nick cage goes back to his car and it is it is in a box in an envelope still (laughs) and riley's like dude you didn't even like like, come on man come on man and he's like open it to chapter 13 i have the answer in there uh and chapter 13 says the president's book uh and then the subtitle you bet it's real (laughs) I, this is a book that I definitely would have read as a as like a teenage totally, or yeah. young adult. Yeah, like uh-huh. sure, ten to fifteen. This is just that fucking John Hodgman book, but like not a joke. Yeah, it, it's so weird that he's like, "All right, I I found you know a hidden treasure that no one has ever like that people thought was fake forever." Yeah. Now I'm also going to write about things that people also think are fake. Uh-huh. But with no proof of them. Yeah. But if you thought John Wilkes Booth's diary was the book of secrets, who boy, buddy, you got another thing coming. You got another thing coming. We got a whole, we got a whole different book that's got secrets. Whole different in it. book that I think the the screenwriters forgot that there was another book involved at one point in this movie. Yeah. Yes. I. This is. I hate this part. This the just book sucks, of presidents. Man. Obviously, every president passes down a journal to the next wherein they record all the secrets of America that no one but the president gets to know. Yeah, what the... Okay, sure. Yeah, man. That's never leaked before. I bet. Uh-huh. Well, you see, um, only the only the president can know where it is. And also, apparently... But apparently, it, people enough people know about it that it has gotten out. <laughs> right. Yes, the word is out. Um. So, yeah, they see, like, the same symbol... Uh, it was released at 66 under the Freedom of Information Act, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, why would the, the symbol book. of the Book of Secrets not be redacted in a FOIA request? No fucking idea. You don't get to know that kind of thing from a FOIA request, my yeah. guy. Um. So uh, everybody's like, Riley, I don't believe you. Uh, and Riley's like, I, if it was me... Uh, and you were like presenting this to me, you would have less evidence than I do, and I would already believe you. And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, but fuck you, Riley." Um, yeah, but we don't like you. But you're the comedic <laughs> we don't relief. Like you. Yeah. So um, they believe him. They're like, "Yeah, fair enough." We always say stupid shit that turns out to be real. Yeah. And so Nick Cage is like, "Okay, I don't believe you. I am going to go to the FBI though." And then he goes to see Harvey <laughs> Keitel, and Harvey Keitel's like, "Yeah, I'm a better friend than you. I bought your friend's book." <laughs> well, he's like. Someone who, you know, found a government secret, wrote a book about government secrets, and you think we're not going to check in on that? <laughs> you think we're not reading that? Okay. Um. Yeah, so he just, you know, they talk about it. Uh, yeah, Har- and then- Harvey Cartel's like, I could never tell you if the book was real or not. Hey, you want to go watch some ducks? By the way, the book is totally real. It's right. super now, real, now man. Now I'm not, you know, now that we've stepped out of the FBI building, I can talk to you as a friend and not an FBI agent. Yeah, uh, so he's like, I'm just, I'm just telling you. Uh, Nick Cage is like, well, where's the president's book kept? And uh, they're like, well, it's passed from president to president. Only the president knows, and each one chooses his own hiding place. Uh, and about Nick, the presidency like Metal Gear. Yeah, and Nick Cage <laughs> just goes, well, you're the FBI. Can't you get it for me? And he goes, no. <laughs> he yeah. The only way you're gonna get that book is if you're the president. He's like. It could happen, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. Um, and then we cut back to the house, and Nick Cage is like, well, I'm going to... I guess I'll just go find it. Um, and Riley's like, dude, if you're like married to the president, you might see him to ask him, but 
even then, probably not. Um, yeah, so how are you possibly gonna get alone with the president to ask him about it? Well, I'll just kidnap him. Okay, I'm gonna kidnap the president of the United States. Now, I will say, I feel like I was stole a bill of goods with this fucking movie. Yeah, I thought we were gonna have the president with us the whole damn time. We, I was told by the marketing material for this movie that it was a movie where Nick Cage had to kidnap the president of the United States for stupid reasons that would make and sense in the movie. he doesn't even do that. He doesn't it, even kidnap him. He doesn't even kidnap him. But, yeah. like, that is not, like, National Treasure 1, they float the idea of stealing the Declaration of Independence at minute 15. That's why yeah. I had it open on another monitor. Yes, this that's one, what was... it takes nearly an hour for them to even start talking about kidnapping the president. And then he doesn't even actually kidnap him. And then they part ways after one scene. I was I was posting about it earlier. Like this escalation would be a funny thing if it was the inciting incident of this movie. Exactly. But since six other insane things have already happened, it's just not that interesting. Yeah. No. Like I yeah. get that if he actually kidnapped him, then like, well, there's just no coming back from that. You don't. You get either shot to death or put in ultra jail for the rest of your life. Yeah. But like, that, no, too bad. That's the premise you sold me. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we cut to, like, they're like, well, how are you going to do that? And he's like, well, we'll just kidnap him. We cut to the president's birthday planning committee. Uh, yes. Who uh, have just received word that the location that they had previously uh, wanted to run the uh, party at has been capital C canceled. Yes. Uh, because it used to be a slave owner's home. which well, It used you- to own, uh, the KKK had rallies there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. And he goes, well, is that even true? And then somebody from the back goes, oh, they want to quote on whether the president is being insensitive to minority issues. He's like, it doesn't matter if it's true, man. Um, and he's like, well, we have plenty of alternatives. Let's uh, let's get it. Um, the way they prevent them from getting any alternative except for Mount Vernon, which, yeah. one, seems like it would be pretty high on the list of alternatives. I would think um, so. Yeah, is, they, they like consider it as like the, the last resort. It's the last option. It's weird. Fucking George um, Washington's house. Yeah. <laughs> They book every other possible location, I assume, in the country uh, yeah. where you could possibly hold a party. Well, a presidential party. Yeah, like a, a presidential, like, all the ones are, like, places of historic note that are also hotels. Yeah. And um, now the second thing I must say is even if it was booked and the president called me and said, hey, I want to book a party there. I'm not saying, well, no, it's already booked. I'm saying, of course, right? Mr. President, yes. I will allow you to use our facility. I'll tell the other guy to get fucked. Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And how did they spend, like, how much money did they spend getting all of these? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nick Cage still has all his money. <laughs> That's true. They have the national treasure money. This is they the have one the time national treasure you, money. They don't bring that yeah. up, but you can hand wave it that way, and it's the only time you can. I also would like if they just, like, all canceled them the next day. Yeah. yeah I want to see that scene. That's probably the most interesting scene in the movie. <laughs> uh, we cut straight you know to what? the birthday well, party. I agree with you. The scene where they have to do a bunch of more hotel logistics yeah. would be the most interesting <laughs> scene in this movie. That's what yep. I'm saying. You know how many fights they'd get into if, like, <laughs> just, like, exasperated hotel workers? And what if Mr. Bean was there? <laughs> Mr. Bean was there. Mr. So Bean's you know? not going to be there, Luke. Stop it. We have a lot of good ideas for this film that could be made better. You, you brought up Mr. Bean like too many times for our national treasure. You brought <laughs> him up last time. 
<laughs> Did I bring him up last time? Yes, you said that Sean Bean and Mr. B should hang out. <laughs> Well, no, I said that I almost called Sean Bean Mr. Bean, but that's a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kind of a a beanie series, you know? He's he's the specter haunting this franchise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go check and see if Rowan Atkinson shows up in the TV series. Yeah, go check. Um, He's low enough now that they could. I think he'd do it. What if they got him to replace Nick Cage? (laughs) Isn't Mr. Bean super canceled? I think so. I think Rowan Atkinson's an asshole. I think he's super canceled. He's a a middle-aged British comedian. There's no way he hasn't said something horrific. I'm pretty sure he's talked about how funny it is to expose your penis. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Nick Cage breaks into a party he was literally invited to um, for some reason. I don't know why this happened. Was he invited to it? Yeah, I I, I thought as he was like getting out, he was like, Boy, one of these days, I'd love to go to a party I'm actually invited to. He oh, just is that what he says? The I thought yeah. that he was, yeah. Okay, because the president just acts like he should be there, which yeah, is... Yeah, the president hasn't read the guest list. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think he would... Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy did just give $10 billion to the United States government. You think they would invite him yeah. to the party for the president? Yeah. And he wants to suck his dick really bad, so you think they would invite him. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so, uh, Nick Cage's dad is there in a boat for some reason to distract a bunch of the guards so Nick Cage can scuba dive into the party, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, he busts in there, he has a fake, or not a fake map, he has a real map of, um, of Mount Vernon and some secret paths under it. Great-grandfather bought, again, from a slave. Yes. Oh, Oh, is this when it, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's when he brings it up and they're like, wow, I love, I love, you know, Washington. (laughs) I love history. Uh, he specifically, after saying that, the president goes, like, you know, I studied Washington. Yeah. Uh, also, I just want to say, in January 2021, Atkinson criticized the rise of cancel culture. Yeah, that, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm reading his, I'm also reading the political activism part yeah. of Ron Atkinson's Wikipedia page. He also Some defended Boris Johnson. this film. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> <laughs> He criticized homophobic speech legislation, saying the House of Lords must vote against a government attempt to remove a free speech clause in an anti-gay hate law. Wait, I'm confused on which way he's going with this. The bad way. Okay. The bad way, yeah. <laughs> just, just checking. There's a lot of words. He, yeah, he, it was like a triple negative, but yeah, no. He's, he's <laughs> saying that people should be allowed to say homophobic slurs. See, you gotta keep the free speech clause into the anti-homophobia I law. See, I see, I see, I see. Uh, I mean, you I can't can say be it, homophobic can't. unless it's free speech. <laughs> then it's okay. Then it's okay. Um, yeah, Ben Gates shows the president a map of this place, and the president is like, hey, yeah, it'd be cool if we just went off and did a little adventure together, because I hate birthday parties. It's um, really weird that they don't give the president a name. That's true. I looked it up today just to make sure. He is credited as President of the United States. That's it. <laughs> it's I like that he's not even credited in the credits. It's it. I don't understand. It, yeah. Especially weird at a birthday party where you typically say and have signs of the person's name. Right. Well, no, it just says the sign. They literally show the sign. It just says, happy birthday, Mr. President. Yeah. It's it's just weird to me that, like, it's just U.S. president. That. No, it's super bizarre. I can't <laughs> believe they didn't name the president. Um, anyway, they go off and they get lost in this little tunnel thing after doing some some tiny little puzzles that yeah. they knew were at Mount Vernon. 
Yeah. Uh, they also like the president is like, don't worry, I trust this dude implicitly. Secret Service guys, like, just let me. Yeah, just know. let me go fuck around in this little weird little uh, basement it's, thing. At the end of this whole like scene, the president is like, yeah, they're like they're going to be like going after you because it's like a federal thing, and like. I'm pretty sure you could just say, nah, he was cool. Yeah, yeah you, you could, could just say, him whoops, on the it spot. got locked on accident. We're good, guys. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Well, because they need to have a thing in the movie, but, I, yeah, but it, like, it, man. Like, that's the thing with this movie is, like, there's a lot of things where it's like, logically, I could, this doesn't seem like it should be a problem. All the tension is just completely artificial. Yeah. yeah, and again, in a, like, movie where the action scenes and the heists and you know, the acting of the characters are better. Yeah. I can maybe excuse some of that and go, you know what? It's a movie. I'm just right. here to enjoy the ride. But yeah. Yeah. because none of that is good enough. Yes, it leaves I'm... you to start picking at all the stray threads. Yeah. Because you got to like, find something to occupy your mind. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, what the fuck? Like, why is any of this happening? Why is Nick Cage breaking into the Buckingham Palace? Like, what right. is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they solve a little puzzle, and um, Nick Cage, like, brings him into a tunnel uh, and then closes the door behind him. He's like, sorry, Mr. President, I do need to kidnap you for a minute so I can learn the location of the Book of Secrets. And I he's do like, on paper kind of like that he's, like, pulling an inception on the president of, like, I've got to create a national treasure puzzle for the president to solve that will lead d- him into my trap. Yes, he does. He has this little puzzle... And, like, he does the first clue, and then he lets the president do the second one to make him feel like a little brain genius. Right, yeah. Uh, and then Which, uh, locks the, him in the with By the way, him. the second clue is just, oh, the arrowhead isn't pointing up. Yeah, it's pointing the wrong way. Let me yeah, the arrow is clearly pointed, like, askew from where it's supposed to. It's yeah. a fucking, like, first Zelda dungeon puzzle. Yeah. Let me, hang on, I feel like a really smart guy for figuring this one. You mean I have to climb to the top of the deck tree and then jump? Yeah. I right, see. I'm going to be fixing Deku in no time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ben Gates gives his whole um, speech about how he loves America and he wants to suck the president's dick. Sir, I respect you more than anything else in the world. Uh, I do want to find Legendary City of Gold. And the president is like, you seriously kidnapped me to get a treasure map? And he's like, no, I kidnapped you to get the Book of Secrets, but I know the treasure map is in there. Yeah. Uh, and then the president goes, well, that's pretty tight. I guess I'll let you do that. Yeah. And then also, Sir, if I could just, all I need from you is just for you to tell me where the Book of Secrets is, and also if you could spit in my mouth before I go. <laughs> so, 30 minutes of your time. Can I get a t shirt? And. <laughs> 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 it's President Bonobos. Um, so, they, uh, yeah, they saw the seal on the desk, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, the, Nick Cage is like, dude, I'll lead you out right now. Uh, I just want to clear my ancestor's name. Uh, and he's like, that's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> Not sure like, why well, you would do this. Well, you're clearly a moral upstanding middle-aged man. <laughs> so, you know what? Yes, I'll tell you all about the Book of Secrets. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all about the Book of Secrets. I, you, 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 know, you... you did give me a really cool little puzzle as my birthday gift, which is the best yeah. thing I've gotten. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He does do the thing where he's like, oh, Gates, people don't talk like that anymore. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Why? Well, I, th- I think they should." And he's they like, "They like want to. They want to." Yeah. Wow. No one believes in truth, justice, and the American way anymore. 
Oh, but they want to, Mr. President. They if you just to, tell Mr. me where the President. Book of Secrets is, maybe they will Please. again. Maybe they will again. And he's like, you know what? That is so true. I'll tell you where the Book of Secrets <laughs> is. It's in the it's in the fucking Library of Congress because that's where you keep the books. <laughs> Which I I that was a funny. He's like, yeah. Where do you think I fucking keep it, idiot? <laughs> the goddamn library. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So they get out of the tunnel. He's like, "You'll understand if we part ways here." Um. And then the president is like, "Hey, make sure you check out page forty-seven. That's where I talk about Bigfoot." Uh. And then leaves. Yeah. I don't. He, I don't remember what's on page forty-seven. What's on page forty-seven? Anybody? You don't ever see anybody? it. Anybody? No. Yeah. We never actually get to. see Oh, we never actually cool get to know. Okay. Great. Secrets. Fucking a. Yeah. It's a, it's a sequel hook that they never follow up on. Yeah. Anyway, Harvey Keitel gets a phone call where uh he's like, "The president's been kidnapped." And then everybody's like, well, we found him all right. Uh, but, yeah, and he's like, Ugh, Ben Gates, that guy, kidnapped the damn president. By the way, the, the thing that I did that my parents thought I was the biggest brain genius for figuring out uh-huh. okay. was me going, I bet if they make a third movie, it'll be about uh, page 47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, see, that yeah, would make so. sense, so I don't think they would. I think the third one would be... There's actually a, a a third, again, completely unique national treasure, unbeknown to anybody until this point. All, all the gold from the Yukon has actually... <laughs> yes, uh-huh. Right. Um, so, yeah, they break into the secret part of the Library of Congress just by kind of watching a guy leave a room and then walking in behind him. Um, because the nation security is a the, mess. All the, the Chinese, like, railroad workers, like, part of it... <laughs> Right, yeah, uh, that would and yeah. how like yes. well, like you know them and like the Americans who went, you know, made California and the Pacific Northwest were working yeah. together actually to, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he they break in and they get the book. That's that's the extent of the scene. Um, they get the book. They take some pictures. Riley wants to see it because it has Area Fifty One in it, and he's like, "We don't have time to get into that. We don't have time to get into the JFK assassination." Okay, it's all in here, but you can't know about it. Yeah, which uh-huh. is an insane thing to say. Right. Uh, but uh, if I listen, if I was the CIA, I'm not telling the president who killed <laughs> that we yeah. killed him. Chelsea had the best comment about all of this. I think it was actually when we watched the first movie, which was. This these movies are just Ready Player One, but for history instead of video games. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> so yeah, they they bust into the Book of Secrets to get all the stuff. It's it's all good. We have to go to, um. Well, they get a picture. Excuse me. There is a picture in here of the plank. Apparently, I'm not even sure if that plank still exists. No, yeah, they ignore. They say that it was burned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they took a picture of it though, uh, which. Just seems like a wrong way to do this, but whatever, it's fine. Why would they? Th- why would they burn it? <laughs> Just yeah, leave it in know. there, they, or like put it in a safe or something. Yeah, they, they like well, they mentioned that they burned it in the same sentence that they mentioned about where they're going next. And yeah. so any information that about why they burned it has been lost to me, uh, becoming extremely mad. <laughs> Coolidge, he the last note from Coolidge. Uh, leads Nick Cage to say he carved Mount Rushmore to erase the map's landmarks to protect the city of gold. Yeah. So that means that the United States government knows where the city of gold is and just has decided to not take it. 
Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and and actually, yeah, just out of respect for the indigenous people. Out of respect people that, for the indigenous you know, people. And in of the fact, United they States. did them a solid by, you know, defacing a sacred mountain to uh erase the clues to the city of gold. Yeah, it was to help you, okay? So yeah, uh, I just I just uh, hey, check I got the Wikipedia entry on Mount Rushmore up. Let me just read a sentence from that real quick. Okay, Mount yeah, Rushmore was conceived with the intention of creating a site to lure tourists, representing not only the wild grandeur of its local geography, but also the triumph of Western civilization over that geography. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it it is so fucking awful. Yeah, it's like, so bad. Like, and listen, I know that like knowledge about native rights and specifically Mount Rushmore has gone up. Uh huh. And, like, even just, like, the last five years. Yes. Still, but it's really now. fucking shitty to be like, actually, we did it to protect the native treasure, which yeah. we are, like, having just be a mishmash of all of the native cultures in the world. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that we can have it be part of American history. And yeah. that those uh, great Americans were actually good to the natives, which, yeah. you know, historically, they always were. Yeah. Uh, hey, what's this other Wikipedia page I have open? Oh, it's Gutsan Borglum, the, the uh, sculptor behind Mount Rushmore. What's this one say, I wonder? Uh-oh. Well, it's been claimed that Borglum was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. An article in the yeah. Smithsonian Magazine denies there's proof he officially joined the KKK. That said, he became, quote, deeply involved in Klan politics, attending Klan rallies, and serving on Klan committees. Yeah, and especially well, it's unknown uh, if he joined though. But yeah, <laughs> what <a> fucking sentence? <laughs> he just—he was on the committees, but like, was he there? Was really? he a member so? though? Yeah, Come I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess. I guess the president can't go to Mount Rushmore anymore because they're being asked for a comment if they're insensitive to minorities. <laughs> fucking kill me, dog. God, I like. Up until this point, I was like, this movie's bad. And yeah. then, like, here I was like, oh, this movie's, like, awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, oh, this movie's <laughs> rancid. Okay. Like, listen, American history is nothing but a list of ways we try to valorize the way we brutally murdered and, like, enslaved people. And, like, you can't avoid that with anything. But Mount Rushmore especially, it is just such a, like... It was conceived and executed as a fuck you to indigenous people. There's no making it okay. Yeah, there, you cannot fix this. It is a middle finger we carved into a mountain. Yes. Yeah. It's like knowingly into a, a mountain that was important to the local tribes, the Lakota yes. tribes. Uh-huh. And we, like, yeah, did it on purpose. By a clansman. So they get out of the Library of Congress. Uh, they they bust out of there. It's all good. We're gonna go to the to um to South Dakota to figure all this stuff out. Um and uh, there's another. Is this where the car chase is? is there another car chase? Yeah. There's, this, there's a quick yeah, little they, chase where they get away from the cops. Yeah. 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 Um, I like Justin then, pointed out that uh, Harvey Keitel knows to go to the Library of Congress to look for them, meaning that Harvey Keitel knows where the Book of Secrets is. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He knows everything. He's, he's the FBI guy. Like, oh, I don't know how to get that. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't say he didn't know how. He did say <laughs> that he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> um. So uh, we we cut to um. He calls his dad and tells him, "Hey, I sent you a picture. Go get it looked at by mom, so we could get this whole thing translated." He's like, "Oh, I can't do it. I'm scared of her." 
Um, and then Mitch goes, well, I can do it. So I'm going to hang up this phone now and go uh, threaten his mom. Um, and he goes and tells her, um, hey, if you, uh, if you see your ex-husband come in here, you're going to tell him what that says, but uh, it's not going to be what it really says, okay? And uh, if you don't, I'll kill both of you. How about mm-hmm. that? And she's like, well, okay, understood. Um, and then they have a little scene where they talk to each other and have a nice little conversation instead of arguing the whole time. Right. Um, and then he gives a, f- she gives a fake real clue. She, well, she gives get- a fake clue, but it's a code. We find out eventually it's a coded message to tell them to meet at Mount Rushmore. Uh, but we never actually but understand he- what the code is, just that it was a code and they understood it. I thought he literally says we know what's at Mount Rushmore. I think he directly says that to her yeah, when he sits down. They, they know that it's out Mount Rushmore because of, of the, the Book na- of Secrets. The Book of Secrets, and it names the guy yeah. who carved it. The I think the the hummingbird thing, which we don't know, yeah, is just that. Hey, there are dudes who are like looking after, it, like are yeah, threatening are me. At this, uh huh. Whatever, man. Whatever. Um, yeah, so they go to the, they go to, uh, Mount Rushmore, they do this whole thing, um, there is another clue that Mitch has and shows it to Helen Mirren, and is like, hey, check this shit out, it's a letter from Queen Victoria to Confederate General Albert Pike, uh, and I've memorized the contents of this letter, I'm gonna burn it in front of you, uh, because it's the last clue and now you need me. Yeah, and uh, she's so, so, she's so upset, I think, not because he burned a clue, but because he burned history. He burned yes. history. Can't believe this. They also, like, make a point, like, oh, the queen wanted the confederacy to win? Yeah. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Not surprising to me. No. And they just say, like, well, you know, weakened America, and also, she needs the cotton, and, like, also, I'm sure the slave Also, trades. I think she was into slavery, yeah. yeah. I think she was pretty cool with it. Um, so, yeah, we all, we all meet up at uh, Mount Rushmore, um, and they convince Mitch to ditch his his guards with the guns. Right. Uh, because uh, Nick Cage reveals, no, I already know most of the clue. Uh, yeah, also, I, like, I have I've it. let the FBI know I'm here, so they're on yeah. their way. So we need to move now, and I'm not going to cooperate unless you drop the guns. Yep. And Mitch, like, at this point, like, loses all, like, he was not already a good villain. No. <laughs> but, like, He's just had. It's going to just continue to shrink and threat until he is nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they also, try to like, like do a redemption arc for him, but I don't give enough of a shit to like they, care one way or the other. It's so weird. It's they such do, a weird way to end it. They do a redemption arc literally after he held them at knife point. Like, like literally two minutes later. He's like, yeah, I guess I'll die. You guys get out of here. Oh, but well, he only held them at knife point because it's important to him that his family's legacy is remembered. Isn't that honorable and good? Yeah, I wouldn't have the- even. I would have let him die and not told anybody a damn thing about it. Can't we all relate to the uh, like basic human feeling of wanting the entire world to know the name of your family forever and ever in perpetuity? No. Uh, yeah, especially the you know the one descended from a civil war general. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um. The rest of the you movie, could, you could have just made it that he's ashamed that that's his family legacy and he wants a cooler one. And he one. wants to fix it, yeah. But they but don't no. go that way. Yeah. No. Um. So I uh don't. There's nothing left to summarize. This. The rest of it is just a bunch of stupid little action scenes. The rest of it's an episode that of Legends suck. of the Hidden Temple. Yes. Yeah. And it's... there's like so much more of it left still. 
yes, there there are thirty seven minutes of this movie left that are going to be spent arguing with each other. So uh, yeah, I yeah had seen this movie before, and we got to this point, and I'm like, oh no, there's this much left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hadn't seen this before, so yeah, um, like, they just because I like knew the basics of what was going to happen, right? But like, it's like, oh, we're we're going to spend this much time going around in circles for this, huh? Uh huh. And like, yeah, it's not even like, yeah, like, sure, you can do a weird like dungeon crawl, but like the obstacles and shit have to be like interesting you know, and fun, and we have they, to care about the characters who are trapped in them. Yeah, they have to be like interesting in themselves, and they have to like draw out character drama in an interesting way. And I guess they try to do that with like the weighted seesaw platform that like one person has to stay behind so everyone else can get up, but like, but then, then they I'll, just break it anyway and Donkey Kong it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Roll a barrel down it so Nick Cage can jump over it for five hundred points and then grab the ladder. They should have. So they should have made the Donkey Kong sound effect when he did that. Yeah, they really <laughs> should have. <laughs> Movie gets a full like quarter star upgrade if there's a Donkey Kong sound effect right Dude. there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they they break in there. They do a bunch of little stupid puzzles. They do the little seesaw thing. Um, they. Uh, Oh my god, this goes on for so long. Uh, so fucking they get also, separated. Also, you have this whole, like, yeah, running subplot of, it's the most sequel-y thing. We're like, well, we had Nick Cage's dad in the last movie, so now we have to introduce his mom, and also we have to have, like, a romance subplot where his parents fall in love again. Yes, over, over spending an adventure together, and, like, he's like, oh, don't you understand? I was doing it all to impress you. And she's like, fuck you, no, you weren't, dickhead. And he's like, oh, I was. And she's like, wow, you were. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I, I'm... I'm okay with old people having ro- like romantic adventures. <laughs> I just do not care about these two at all. All right, yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah. My problem is not with old people having romantic adventures. My problem is the movie fucking blows. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it's just like that is such a like cliche sequel thing of like, well, now we got to get the parents more involved and have like a parallel character arc to the the younger characters. Like, but I don't, I don't care though. <laughs> Don't fucking care. Yeah. So uh, John Voight find... was fun in the first one because he was just like a seasoning on top. He doesn't need to be part of the adventuring party. Right. I assume that like they write this movie and they're like, well, we have to include him more because he was in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they they do some puzzles. They find the city of gold, except it's going to get flooded with water, and they're all trapped in there, and it all sucks. It's the water temple. It's yes. the water uh-huh. temple to raise and lower the water level to get into the city of gold. They they, uh, they they found they were out because he uh, the the dad fucking uses a dollar bill. Yes, he throws a dollar bill in the water. George to see Washington which way the current saves them by showing them which way yes. to go to get out. Thanks, George. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, nondescript amalgamation of indigenous peoples that built this whole temple really love the fucking trick of ah this door has to be held open by one person who stays behind because they do it twice yeah, yeah they do yeah, like, they do it multiple times the the entire design of this place is very obviously based on incan and mayan stuff yeah yeah and they uh, just throw native american on top of it yes yeah the the Lico tribe and she also helen Mirren says that they found like the like the cipher for the entire Olmec language. Right, they basically found the Rosetta Stone for yeah, the Olmec language. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which it's also weird because those, all right, like, you know, nowhere close to each other if, you know, for the Lakota. And if we're going to Incan Mine, it's those are different top, like tribes and different, like, time periods. Yeah. Um, 
But then also Nick Cage goes like, oh, that's where they would take the hearts out and cut the, you know, necks of the virgins. And I'm like, all right, right. Yeah. dude, fuck off. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. I still think they should have gone with my idea for a sequel, which is that, uh, you know, Nick Cage is like, well, we found the national treasure, but I don't know. It's weird. You know, based on the Templar legends, it should have been nearly twice as big as what we recovered. Oh, my gosh. The Confederacy stole half of it during the Civil War. Yeah. And now we gotta cons- well, now we gotta find the lost Confederate treasure. Yeah. And do yeah. civil war history instead of revolutionary war history. There's not enough Confederate stuff for that. Yeah. Oh, I think uh the whole world <laughs> of weird Ben Horns uh beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, they can they can beg to differ all they want. <laughs> yeah, this, this one also care. is like Well, if this one thing changed, this Confederacy totally would have won. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. They, they, if they find the city of gold, they automatically win. Like that. Well, I, if I they get had billions of dollars of gold, yeah, they would probably win the war. I I guess. But also, it was hidden far in the north, so like, good luck. Yeah, and also not even just far in the north, like out towards. It's in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. There's, it, there's no way. How you getting this back to fucking Charlottesville? Yeah, yeah like what? the the. Yeah, it, it makes no sense, and it's also, it's, like, the thing that people also say with, like, Nazis, where it's, like, if you actually look at, like, the manpower and all of this, like, just, it wasn't possible for them to win. Right. Yeah, it just, yeah. Um, anyway, the end of the movie, uh, after they let that guy die, um, because he's just, like, well, he's I'm just gonna kind hold of like, open the door. All right, I'll die. He's, like, I, I'll hold open the door, because I got stuck here, and if I move, then you're gonna get washed in. I'm not going to take you with me out of spite uh, because I'm a better person than that, apparently, despite yeah. the fact I, that yeah. he was ready to kill him. I'm sorry I've slandered your granddaddy's name, but I needed you to find the national treasure for me. Yeah, like, he is about to, like, I'm going to, like, sacrifice all of you to, you know, so I can get out. And then he goes, eh, JK. <laughs> I don't. I guess thing. that'd be a real dick move. The other thing is, why doesn't this guy just go to Nick Cage and say, hey, I have another mystery for you? That's what me and Chelsea were saying. Nick Cage would have fucking loved to solve this mystery for you, my guy. He would have just, yeah, he would have yeah, just gone with you, man. Like, what the fuck? So, it's, so, again, so weird. So much, like, t- you know, conflict and tension that do not need to be there. Yeah. Like, for as stupid as the first one is, the, like, they, they sell me on the idea that, well, yeah, I guess the only possible solution to this problem is to steal the Declaration of Independence. Well, or let security handle it. Well, we know they like can't, Like the Secret though. Service. We know they can't, though. We see them fail. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I still don't buy it, but yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, they, they escape, and then they, uh, the, the, end, the end part of this film is that um, uh, they find this treasure. They get pardoned by the president. Yeah, the president personally. just goes, uh, like, no, nah, he was cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the president finally does the thing where I don't know why he didn't just do it in the first place. Uh, also, like, a whole reason why they are like, oh, we're going to, uh, you know, like, you, we want, like, you're going to, like, give me the information I want, Mr. President, is because you can give this back to the people who, right. you know, like, the, the so people stupid. of the tribe who, like, you know, originally, like, buried it. Y'all bet. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's all white people when we see it later uh, uh-huh. with them investigating it. Yep. And how about how important this culture is 
to study and and you know know yeah. all the language of it's all this white dead people. culture that's totally gone now also don't ask why they're gone now also don't ask about whether there's actually people with a lineage here that are still alive today no 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 it's just history now yeah but helen mirren's here helen mirren's here and she's happy and that's all that matters that's what counts uh he does show him tomorrow's paper where Thomas Gates proved a Civil War hero, already written, yes. uh, and I cannot stress enough that it's like 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No. Yeah, so they're credited with finding the treasure. Uh, they all get back together. Everybody's happy. Riley gets his car back. Uh, whatever, man. This movie fucking sucks. It's so bad. I'm, I am really surprised at how bad it is. Yeah, it... It is shocking how, like, f- far a thing that I don't think could have f- fallen has fell. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't start from that high up. Yeah, no. that, that's more what I'm saying. Is that, yeah. You, you know, we talked about it last week. You know, turkey sandwich ass movies. And this yeah. is just like biting into a turkey sandwich and figuring out that it's just, like, rotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no turkey. It's all mayo. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh... Oh, I I was looking to the question post and I forgot. I and I did want to mention this on uh, the Queen's desk. There is a framed photo of a corgi, so you know it's her. Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I kind of liked that. <laughs> that's the level of stupid I want this movie to be on. That, that's yeah. that's some set designer doing good. Yeah. And then yeah, the president's like, "What about like you know page forty-seven? Oh, it's life-changing, sir." <laughs> <sighs> I don't. Whatever. Uh, do you guys want some questions? Sure. sure. Uh, from Madra, 1983, if you had the Book of Secrets, TM, what would the first thing you'd look for? Oh, hmm. I do want to see the JFK page. Yeah, it's, sure. Yeah, it's funny Not that they just I have a picture. JFK, I just want to see it. Yeah. It's yeah, funny yeah, that yeah. they have a picture of JFK being assassinated in this book. <laughs> Hey, we took one. <laughs> LBJ. Hey, took one out today. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just LG, LBJ going. Just got this book. Having a great day. <laughs> I mean, he just wrote down, got him. <laughs> no scoped. Uh, and then from at Crash Pants, who screenshotted this so that it wouldn't be found by weirdos. Uh, how much must it suck for John Hinckley? Uh, uh, released from prison in two, uh, 2022 Hyper Reaganomics America Just in time to see the Shinzo Abe assassination Affect meaningful change In the cult <laughs> that drove him to such action <laughs> You know You win some you lose some <laughs> I just remember there's a quote from John Hinckley Jr. Where it's like Well if I knew that she was a lesbian I probably would have thought you know, done some things differently. Yeah. That's the thing. John Hinckley didn't even want to kill Reagan for a good reason. Yeah. And there were so many good reasons. <laughs> There's so many good reasons, man. And he picked zero of them. He had stupid bullshit instead. I yeah. uh, remember I went to Washington, D.C., and I saw the place that uh, John Hinckley Jr. tried to shoot Reagan. I took a photo of it. <laughs> Great. I need this one. <laughs> uh, that's it for questions. Great. Luke, where can I find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as 
uh, Idle on Playtest. It's an actual play podcast um, that I GM. Uh, it's two different campaigns releasing on alternating weeks. Idle on Disco, Idle on Ska. Those are uh, the two that there are. <laughs> That's right. Yep. I'm on the Ska one. That's also true. Ska 6 is up on the Patreon right now. It sure is. Actually, uh, discuss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yes. 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 Yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I listen, I just edited it. I know <laughs> I know where we are. <laughs> uh, Ashley. Uh, you can find me at Yuri Labrador with an underscore on Twitter and Letterboxd and a dash on Tumblr. You can find me at Yuri on co-host. Uh, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Molly. You can find me on everything at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, anyme.com, secondbestgame.club. We're going to be talking about the Fallout New Vegas DLC. Uh, again, it'll be a time. There's there's things happening there. Um, I still have to play two of them. I'm kind of tired of New Vegas. It's yeah, a there's game. a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of game. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. Leave us a review. Be nice to us. Uh, give money to the website for the hosting on audioentry.com slash donate. Uh, donate button. Uh, and tell everybody you know about us and how funny we are. Yeah, yeah. do it. Next uh, week Ashley, we're going to watch Face Off. Next week we are watching Face Off, a film. Capital F, film. <laughs> a perfect movie. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Got nowhere to go but up from here. That's right. I, I did, in fact, rent Face Off from uh, uh, Scarecrow. Oh, good. Uh, until next time, though, I'm going to steal the podcast. You tell me another and I'll rescue myself. That is a promise, Miss Rose Sister. Of course. Another plan. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole?